0: This is Two Naked Hypnotherapists, podcast by Heather and Connie. Do you want to achieve optimal health, ultimate success, perfect relationships, true spiritual awakening, and ever-flowing abundance in your life? Are you ready for the naked truth? Then you've come to the right place. This podcast will give you free mind hacking and healing tools no other hypnotherapist will tell you. We are passionate about helping people transform their lives, and that's why we created this podcast.
1: This is episode 14 of the Two Naked Hypnotherapists podcast, and today we're going to share with you a few of our favorite books on abundance and what we've learned from them. We even got our hands on a couple of really old treasures that were written many decades ago, but that are more relevant today than ever. So let's take a little walk through our abundance library, and maybe you will be inspired to read one or two of those books yourself.
0: The hypnotherapist podcast is not meant to be replaced with medical treatments or to diagnose medical conditions the information we share on this podcast is based on our personal views and should not be used to treat or replace your medical or clinical treatments if you are experiencing any physical mental conditions please consult your physician first Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. I'm Heather. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We have discussed what abundance is and how we can align ourselves to the abundance frequency and the mindset in the last episode. As Connie has mentioned in that preview, we are going to share our favorite books on abundance. I love reading so-called new thought authors from the 1930s up to the 70s. It's really fascinating. They all talk about the secret of the human mind. I'm so excited to share my favorite books on the secret of the abundance mindset. Hello, wonderful people. I'm
1: Connie, and I hope you all had an amazing weekend celebrating your beautiful mothers, grandmothers, and of course, our incredible Mother Earth. Uh, We hope you also enjoyed our enriching talk with our fabulous guests, Adida and Joy, last week, which was so much fun, wasn't it? That
0: was so much fun. (laughs) I hope everybody enjoyed that episode.
1: Yes, and it was packed with great insights on abundance. Indeed. And if you haven't listened to it yet, then I'm not quite sure what you're waiting for. (laughs) Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel to never miss another episode. Yes, please. (laughs) So for today's show, as Heather mentioned, we will share with you the books we have devoured and that were quite instrumental in our own understanding of what abundance means, but more importantly, how to put this knowledge into practice and see how our abundance flourished. Again, this doesn't apply to financial abundance only, but an abundant life in general. And there were so many great books to choose from, right, Heather? Oh
0: my goodness. (laughs) Do you I had w- a hard time picking <laughs> yes, one or it's, two. Yes, it's really hard. Do you want to start telling us about your first book? Yes, of course. I would love to. My favorite authors include Joseph Murphy, Charles Hannell, Neville Goddard, Napoleon Hill, Emmett Fox, Anthony Novell, Robert B. Stone, and Badim Zeeland. Mm-hmm. Most of them, except Zeeland, were born in the late 1890s, to early 1900 can you believe that wow yeah that is uh seems to be a quite profound era right Mm -hmm. for these kind of books yes but their books are still come up as the best sellers in mind hacking and self-help categories today i particularly like anthony novell's book cosmic magnetism oh yes very Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm. great book The Cosmic Magnetism, subtitled The Miracle of the Magic Power Circle, published in 1970. Anthony Nobel starts this book by saying, When you use the miracle of the magic power, you will have a perpetual passport to a life of happiness, riches, health, and enchantment. Sounds beautiful. (laughs) Already. It will help you to transform your life immediately. And no matter what limitations may exist, they will dissolve. And you will literally come into a completely new life experience. That first line alone sounds amazing, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. He claims cosmic magnetism is a spark of life force. And he believes that cosmic magnetism exists throughout the entire universe and the spark of the life that powers our heart and the brain. And we can learn how to use that spark of life force into our life to manifest abundant life. This book teaches you how to use the cosmic magnetism miracle power. For example, in chapter 5, he teaches you how to attract riches through cosmic magnetism. He begins the chapter, You have been given an inborn desire to become successful and have financial security for the future. The treasures of the universe were created for you to use and enjoy. He teaches you in eight steps how to attract abundance by using the cosmic magnetism power. Those steps are very, very simple, basic, and practical. Yet very powerful, in my opinion. And there are other chapters for how to rejuvenate your mind and the body with a dynamic cosmic rhythm cycle, which is basically anti-aging method today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and how to achieve psychic power to know your future through astrocosmic wavelength.
1: Oh wow, that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Laws <laughs> of cosmic magnetism that can improve your life. How to Command Cosmic Abundance to Enrich Your Life, mm-hmm. How to Make Your Cosmic Miracles happen Right Now. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> <laughs> After reading Anthony Nobel's book, more recent abundance books such as The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, <laughs> Abundance Now by Lisa Nichols, or even Abraham Hicks' The Low of Attraction, have oh, yeah. a similarity to Anthony Nobel's view on the power of attraction and abundance. I like Abraham Hicks mm-hmm. books, yes. Me too. Yeah. This is my first pick for mm-hmm. the abundance book from 1970. How about you, Connie? All right. So
1: you already mentioned Neville Goddard. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to abundance and manifestation skills, there's no way not to mention him. Uh, he was probably one of the greatest teachers on this topic.
0: I absolutely agree. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I'm not
1: mistaken, he was at the peak of his career in the mid-50s. So that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he left quite a legacy of work behind. I'm, I'm not sure how many books he wrote, but at mm-hmm. least a handful or so on law of attraction and manifestation. And what I have found very intriguing is that he created his work by interpreting the Bible in the metaphysical way essentially using the universal laws and explaining how to apply them in our everyday life to create abundance. So pretty simple teachings, but then our minds always get in the way when we try to (laughs) put them into action. Have you noticed that? Yes, (laughs) yes. So the book that I picked is called The Wealth Mindset, Understanding the Mental Path to Wealth. And that's a great book. Yeah, it's a really good one. And he has a nice quote in here that sums it all up. And it goes like this, assume you are what you want to be, walk in that assumption, and it will harden into fact. I love this. And it reminds me of those quantum physics teachings, you know, which explain that by placing your focus and intention onto something Mm -hmm. long enough, you will eventually bring it into physical existence, because the power of energy is what creates everything, right? Yes, yes. And they say it takes about 17 seconds or so of focused intention to quantum manifest. Yes, yes. I believe that was the number. But it doesn't have to be exactly 17 seconds. It could be just three seconds to make a quantum leap. But the longer the focus, the more potent the energy, of course. Anyway, so this book is divided into three parts, which are fundamentals changing the feeling of I and sound investments and I'll only touch on the fundamentals because I think they are the most basic ideas to even understand metaphysics and the fundamentals he mentions are first self-observation second definition of aim and third detachment so self-observation is really where it all begins I tell my clients this all the time because you cannot change anything which you aren't aware of right So in order to become aware of your behavior or instinctive reactions, you must start to observe yourself. And if our reactions define our state of consciousness, as Neville Goddard states, then we have to work on our reactions to change our consciousness. And here's an interesting part, which I fully and wholeheartedly believe. He says it's the individual's state of consciousness that attracts the situations and circumstances in his life. And I think we talked about this before, right? Yes, we have. How we attract things based on the energy we put out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he also makes this connection between the outer and inner realities, meaning when we change ourselves, then the outer world is going to change accordingly. And that's probably the most basic yet most important teaching of metaphysics. And self-observation also includes becoming aware of our shadow self, which needs to be accepted as well to fully transform. I think that's the part where most of us struggle, including myself, because we have been taught that the bad, the ugly, the dark side is something that needs to be suppressed and never Mm -hmm, be shown. mm -hmm. Now, that would mean to always suppress a part of ourselves, and it's not possible to live in full authenticity that way. So if we talk about rebirthing and doing this inner work, then shadow work is a very important part of it. Absolutely Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. And I would say that was the biggest aha for me. And that's something that I continue to work on myself, integrating all of my parts. And the second fundamental he mentions is called defining the aim, meaning defining your consciousness. And that goes back to our reactions, really. Um, He has a great example in here. Let's say there are two people who receive a negative message from someone and then one person has an anxious reaction to it and the other person stays completely calm and relaxed, which then means they are living in two different states of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so if you have an aim to be generous or kind or loving, you can just watch your reactions and see if you are in true alignment with your aim. Because if you are, then your reactions will reflect that. And I really love this. It's kind of a nice way to test yourself. I mean, really stopping and observing if you are true to your own purpose. And then lastly, he states that we can detach from where we are to where we want to be by understanding that everything is simply a state of consciousness. And that's a powerful
0: understanding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have another book for us, Heather? I do. But before I get into that, I wanted to mention, I truly love Neville Goddard's all the books. Mm-hmm. And I have read How to Manifest Your Desires. I also have read You Create Your Own Reality. Oh, yes. And Same. another book, Five Lessons. I have not read that. Yeah, Five mm-hmm. Lessons. Really, really great. I would highly recommend to try how to manifest your desire mm-hmm. or you create your own reality. Very nice. Another new thought author I'd like to mention is Robert B. Stone. He was born in 1916, graduated from MIT in 1937, professor at the University of Hawaii, teaching human potential. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Award winning professor of silver method for 20 years, and he published over 85 books before he passed away in 2015 at age 98. 85 books. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's impressive. Yes. My favorites out of his 85 books are The Magic of Psychotronic Power Unlock the Secret Door to Power, Love, Health. Fortune, which was published in 1976, and also Hypno-Cybernetics, Helping Yourself to a Rich New Life, published in 1973. Both books are based on the same concept of utilizing the mind power, the cosmic creative energy to manifest the life you desire. In Hypno-Cybernetics, he opens with this powerful statement, There are no limits to the human capabilities. And that means your capability. You have a little new, it's a self-imposed lid. You put the lid on yourself by accepting limitations. Hypnocybernetics takes the little off of you. As you turn the next few pages, you begin to program yourself for new goals, a winning personality, new pleasures, new freedom, new prosperity, new power, new fun out of life. So we just have to take off the lid? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And turn a few pages. And turn a few pages. (laughs) (laughs) To give you some references to this book, in Chapter 5, he talks about how to end your money problems with hypno In Chapter 7, he teaches you how to release irresistible energy to get what you want from life. In Chapter 11, he gives you the six-step program the virtually guarantees to achieve your goals furthermore he guides you on coping mechanism with the nagging health problems that drain your youthful vitality and also how to maintain your ideal weight by using hypno cybernetics you get that point wow yeah so this is all based on hypnosis based on a hypnosis mm-hmm. concept yeah I gotta read this book. <laughs> I really like Robert B. Stone because he understands how the human mind works inside out. And he uses, like you mentioned, hypnosis as a one of the critical components to mind hacking and transforming life, which mm-hmm. aligns with our belief. Yeah, because we know
1: that we function off of 95% mm-hmm. of the subconscious mind, right? So right. you want to be able to work with that part. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: you can think positively as much as you can, and you can put yourself in a higher vibrational state and work hard to maintain the positive space. However, if you don't understand how your mind works, how energy works, how intention works, how visualization works, what healing does to your mind and the body, you would end up spending all your energy, attention, and effort to achieve or maintain the positiveness, but not accumulating inner or outer achievements after achievements, hence abundance. So this book teaches you step-by-step how to deprogram your old belief system, reprogram with your new intention and desire, how to manifest the dream life you always wanted, and how to maintain that new abundant life. Wow, that's very cool. Cool, and highly, highly recommended. In the 70s, right? In the 70s, yes. And I am just hearing about this now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's better than never. And I think it's a beautiful journey of this amazing book to be discovered by people like you, who can appreciate his work even a half century later. So I'm curious what the next book you can share with us. So the second book I wanted to talk about is called
1: The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. She's considered one of America's foremost inspirational authors. And I like this book because it looks at prosperity from different angles and explains various kinds of laws of prosperity. For instance, the vacuum law, the creative law, and also the prosperity laws of love, prayer and self-confidence. So Catherine, like many others, dealt with many challenges in her life, depression, bad health, financial lack, especially living during World War II. And when she found herself at the lowest point, she realized that the power of her mind was the key to a healthy, happy and prosperous life. Mm. Don't you love those stories?
0: I love it.
1: Such a powerful revelation to have Mm -hmm. that can really change someone's life completely. Now, her book also references the Bible as a prosperity textbook, so to speak. But you don't have to be religious to take advantage of this knowledge because those universal laws really apply to everyone and everything. And they're just different terms for them. So you can call it sowing and reaping, giving and receiving, action and reaction. It all goes back to the same concept of like attracts like. Similar to what Neville Goddard describes, hmm What you radiate outward in your thoughts, feelings, mental pictures and words you attract into your life. So basically we are magnets, hence the teachings of magnetism, which (laughs) is what you told us before. Okay, but I want to touch on the vacuum law of prosperity, which really fascinates me. And apparently it's one of the most powerful laws. In essence, it means if you want greater prosperity in your life, start forming a vacuum to receive it which means get rid of what you don't want to make room for what you do want. And you know where I usually apply this to? My closet. (laughs) 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 Always getting rid of some old stuff (laughs) to make room for new clothes. And I guess you can also do this with people, right? Mm -hmm. Think about it. You can't hold on to people in your life that no longer serve you because then you won't have enough room left for new friends that are better aligned with you. It's like imagining an energy bubble around you that's filled to the rim with people, things, you name it. Mm -hmm. And there's no more room left for anything new. So you have no choice but to release the old to bring in the new. I like those little visualizations. And in fact, this is also very important when working on health issues, but it also applies to the spiritual and mental planes because we always want to quickly release the unwanted habits, thoughts, emotions, But guess what happens if the empty space that we have now created energetically is not being refilled? If you leave it empty, the substance of the universe will have to fill it in. And if there are no instructions, wants or desires to fill it with, then usually the same old unwanted energies are going to come rushing back in. And I think this is the difference between a healing session that's truly effective and long lasting and one where the client continues to come back
0: with his or her previous issues. Do you feel the same about that, Heather? Yes, I would agree with you, Connie, that letting go wouldn't be enough, and you have to fill in your life with lots of positivities and the good stuff. However, I would go one step farther and add one more step, which is to create a new belief system. That can host and hold the positivities and the good intention so that you can keep the things you don't need out, but to keep the healthy and the powerful energies in to manifest the life you want. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And that makes
1: sense. The belief system is very important to round it up for long lasting change. Mm-hmm. The power of mind. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, this is wrapping up our show for today thank you so much for joining us and we hope you've gained some new insights perhaps you might even pick up one of the books we talked about next week we're doing another q a session and we can't wait to receive your questions on this topic as usual you can send them as a voice message through the anchor app or email us at 2nhpodcast at protonmail.com that being said We will be back on Wednesday, May 19th at 6 o'clock. Have a great week and happy reading. Bye.
0: See you next week.